What's up, everybody? We got Steve, Mr. Mitchell, and this week we're going to be talking about the topic of co-parenting versus traditional parenting. He's been in both of those places, so he's going to give you his information, his tools, his tactics of how he's been able to navigate through co-parenting and also traditional parenting. So without further ado, here is this week's episode. Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose Infused Brotherhood, the podcast where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer. What's up, everybody? We got Steve Mistovich here this week. I'm super excited because it's talking about co-parenting versus traditional parenting. I'm a co-parent. I'm a traditional parent. So is he. We got a lot of stuff. Uh, John is not with us this week. He is in nice, sunny, warm, hot Puerto Rico uh, at a mastermind down there. So he's not with us this week, but he says his love and his his awesomeness there uh, back from there. But we're going to be talking about 30, 45 minutes here with Steve. And we're going to be talking about that co-parenting versus traditional parenting. There's a lot of things that go on there. Um, He's going to share his experience. I'm actually super excited um, to have you share those things just because like I know my experience with co-parenting and traditional parenting, all of that. So I'm excited to see what you went through uh, as well, whether it was good, whether it was bad, whether it was all in between there, because a lot of guys go through this. Um, As a teacher myself for 20 years uh, in the classroom, in and out, I think there's more now, there's more people with those co-parenting situations at at home than there is just with the two original parents um, in that case. So uh, we're going to go through that. A lot of guys fall into that that, that realm, but uh, Steve is a husband, a father, of two, the host of the Hall of Fame Fatherhood podcast. You guys need to go check that out. And uh, I'm telling you what, he's just doing great things there uh, with it as well. So, Steve, say what's up and uh, give us a win for the week, man. Clay, thanks for having me. Uh, my win for the week is uh, we're just a step or two away from redoing our finishing our kitchen remodel. Nice. Uh, something that I've done with my dad uh, over the past month or so. Nice. And uh, so that's the, the win for the week. Heck yeah, man. How's it cool? Is it cool to do it with your dad? Yeah, I was actually looking forward to this opportunity to spend some time with him. And uh, like this is kind of his realm, you know, the hands on work. That's what he's always done. Yeah. And uh, I would go and help him as a kid, uh, but never really had an interest. And to be honest, I really don't have an interest (laughs) to this day. Uh, But I took it as an opportunity to just, like watch him watch out our interactions together, like see what pops up in me. Uh, you know, where's the sandpaper and where's the, uh, you know, the smooth edges and <laughs> see how our relationship has evolved. That's awesome. And, man. Uh, and and is, has he been in construction his life? Is that what he's done? Yeah. He's always been hands-on from taking apart his, his riding tractor when he was a kid yeah. to HVAC Oh, okay. uh, that's what he did trade wise. Nice. And then he worked for local university, uh, Youngstown State University. Uh, okay. And uh, is in the maintenance department. So. Gotcha. So he's been he's, all over. Yeah, I, I did HVAC and plumb. I HVAC and plumbing for like the summers for years. Um, okay. So I know that. 
I know that realm too, so it's it's pretty cool. I, I enjoyed doing it, except for when the the um, the shitter was full, and then I was like, right. <laughs> was yeah, I just time. had one of those a couple weeks ago, and that's no fun. <laughs> yeah, no, the sewer comes up. Like the one we went in, it, the the guy's like, oh. like I'm like, listen, I ain't putting the waiters to go in that thing. He's like, no, I'll do it. And I'm like, yeah, I know you will. You own a company. I'm just working for you part time, man. <laughs> but there was uh, those are those are ones of thing. But other than that, I, I I really enjoyed it. I think it's cool you know, doing those things, even though that you don't necessarily enjoy what's not enjoy, but like doing those different things, just being able to spend that time. I think I love how you said about the sandpaper um, and, and just smoothing out those edges because, you know, like I, I think about my parents live in Florida and I'm up here in Pennsylvania. So it's like that time I get to spend with dad, whether it's like going out and fishing and stuff like that, or just sitting around and hanging out. Um, even with my mom as well, it's just getting those times to spend with them. Um, it's cool. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, how old are you, Steve? 41. 41. Okay. I'm 42. So as we get older too, it's really neat how we just, the relationship we have with our dads and our moms are, are just, it's a little bit different. And each yeah. step of the way, you know, when I became full, for whatever reason, when I became 40, my relationship with dad was a little bit different. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but it was just more like, yeah, you know, we talked about different things. Um, than what I did when I was 39, you know, so it was, it's pretty cool. Enjoy that. So one of the things, uh, the pieces that we have here with the brotherhood is we go from, we got two minute drill and that two minute drill is who's Steve from birth till now in two minutes. How's that sound? I'll give it a try. <laughs> that works. <laughs> so just let it, let it rip whatever, however you want to do from birth till now, two minutes, what is Steve's story? Just so our, our listeners get a little background from you, man. Uh, so born and raised in Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, born in a traditional family. Uh, heavily influenced by that. Uh, on both sides, uh, great aunts and uncles. Uh, and examples as far as uh, models for what marriage is. Uh, not saying they're perfect by any means, um, but good examples. Uh, grew up playing basketball, uh, rain, sleet, or snow, didn't matter. <laughs> that was life yeah. when I was younger. Uh, shortly into my teens, got, let's just say, uh, I got caught up in chasing women too much and uh, went that path for far too long. Uh, I've owned my own business. I have been a father since the age of 18. Uh and I have two boys now. Uh, and actually, uh, my wife and I are expecting number two. Nice. It's awesome. So that Congratulations, is, uh, man. Thank you. And uh, so to say the least, fatherhood is something that I will do my whole entire adult life. Uh, I feel like it's my vocation. And um, so I'll say that's my... I'll leave that as my two-minute drill. <laughs> that works. I think you were under. That's good, uh, which is awesome. Uh, but you know, you said fatherhood is my is my life, and and that is like for what you'll do forever. And that's one of the reasons why. Is let us know. Like you have the um, Hall of Fame Fatherhood podcast. Like how did how did that come about? Why did that come to fruition? Um, you know, every podcast has their story of why. It is. And and I always love hearing those because it's not just like, oh, I just wanted to do a podcast. Most of the time, it's not like that. Some people are like, I just want to do a podcast. Um, yeah. But, you know, a lot of times there's deeper meaning behind it because 
either something that we've gone through, something that we want to help others and serve others with, um, our way to give back, things like that. So what's what's your why for the Hall of Fame Fatherhood Podcast? And I'm telling you guys, go make sure you go check that out. Make sure you go rate, review. Um, that way you boot, you're you getting Steve out there way more because um, what he's doing and putting together with that, that podcast is awesome because when we help, when other fathers help fathers get better, we all get better. Uh, and that's the whole point here. So what was the reason behind the Hall of Fame Father Fatherhood podcast, Steve? Well, I uh, first, I appreciate the the plug and uh, the push there. Uh, but the impetus for it was, for me personally, becoming a father at a young age, uh, you know, I thought I was doing okay, you know, pretty much just follow the trend of what my parents did and you know just follow that track and uh did that as a co-parent but I always struggled and would have to play kind of like mediator Mm -hmm. because of my situation and being so young both uh both grand both sets of grandparents were very heavily involved so it was very untraditional Mm -hmm. and they were you know my parents at least on my side were like you know putting their two cents in so it was like it was just very overwhelming and trying to figure out like hey what do i want as a dad yeah and where am i trying to leave you know my son and so after some years and finally you know, getting out on my own and doing my own thing and having some time to like look back and reflect like i failed in many many ways as a young father mm-hmm. and i guess Maybe that's to be expected, uh, but I'm not, I, I can't live with that yeah. uh, justification. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I, I lived with the justification of like, yeah, I'm doing the best I can. If, if you were to talk to me at, you know, 19, 20, 22, yep, I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a good dad. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. And it's like, looking back, like, I'm a hell of a lot better dad than I am yeah. now, but I yeah. would never than I was, but I would never say that now. Yeah. It's like 100%. there's so much to to learn and, and do better. And so that coupled with our culture, um, and I think the way that we were raised, mm-hmm. you know, the my dad wasn't my idol growing up. Like sure I loved him and respected him and in some parts wanted to be like him, but Michael Jordan was my idol. Yeah. And while it's good to have those stars be a shining light. I think it's out of order and fathers should be yeah. the guiding light. Yeah. And right. I, I wasn't a guiding light as a young father. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm trying to be that guiding light now. And, you know, guys like yourself doing what you're doing. I feel like it's running parallel paths. Hundred percent, and that's yeah. what I want. I want to, I guess, reinstate heroes in the home. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. That's good. Reinstate heroes in the home. Heroes in the home. Yeah, I love that. And here's the here's the kind of way I, I I think about it too. You know, for so many years, you know, I was the tugboat. You know, going out and saving, going out and saving, going out and saving, going out and saving. We were taught that, you know what I mean? Like we were taught to go provide, protect, serve, things like that. You know, as as a young dad, like you were talking about, that's like, hey, that's probably kind of what you were doing. Like I'm going here, and I'm coming back. I'm going here, coming back. I'm going here, coming back. 
and it's just that tugboat running out running but what as the tugboat it just gets worn out you know what i mean you're just worn out from giving 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 server 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 but the difference is is there's there's a difference between the tugboat and a lighthouse they both do the same thing they both save ships but the problem is that with the tugboat is it goes out and comes back goes out and wears down whereas a lighthouse stands in one position and just shines its light and that's what came to me when you're talking about shining your light is that when we have a whole bunch of lighthouses of heroes in the home, which is what I love. I love that. It's awesome. Heroes in a home, a bunch of lighthouses shining out from all these homes all over the U.S., all over the world. I mean, that's a lot different because we're not we're 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 teaching not only ourselves to stand firm and build that great foundation to shine our own light, but because we are willing to do that and stand in that gap, we show our kids how to do that for themselves too. And then they become their own lighthouse. They set up their own pieces. They set up their own way. Um, and that's one of the things I think is is super great. And a couple of episodes that I've heard already of the of the Hall of Fame Fatherhood podcast is talking about shining that light. It's talking about and you got guys that are there all the time um, that are on there just talking about how do we continue to keep shining that light? How do we continue to keep being that lighthouse? Um, and I, that's what I love is just because when we have those conversations, we can get better. When we don't have those conversations. We just keep being the tugboat going out, coming back, going out, coming back, going and just doing our doing our thing. And and that doesn't yeah. work for it. It doesn't work for anybody. So um I love it, man. Um let's let's look at being a so the co-parenting, because we want to talk about co-parenting versus traditional parenting. So you said as a young father, you're co-parenting. How was your experience? I mean, mine, I I had I married, I've been I married three times. I'm divorced twice. My I married, had a kid with my first wife. We divorced. I got remarried, had a kid with my second wife, got divorced. And now we have a blended family together with my wife now. So like I have co-parenting with two different moms and then co-parenting with my oldest daughter, her dad. So, so we're like, three-way co-parenting yeah. <laughs> in this thing. So give us that story. What was your experience with co-parenting as, as you grew up? Some of the benefits, maybe some of the, um, if there are any, some of those benefits and some of those, those downfalls. Well, I feel like um, given the situation, I feel from what I hear other horror stories, <laughs> um, I feel like I came out of that situation relatively unscathed mm -hmm. um like we didn't go through any court system we always work things out between us um and that not always not saying that we always did that well mm -hmm. but um i found it to be an anomaly at least from what i hear yeah um and just like with anything though there's good and bad to that yeah and it's, what, was what was the good? I mean, the good was that we had communication and that flexibility really and a healthy working relationship. Uh, the healthy was on and off, more more on than off. But uh, and it for the bad, I would say it was maybe a little bit too easy to mm, okay. give up our time, or at least for me, it was too easy to be like, hey. You know, my weekends, my weekend in two weeks, I really want to go to this concert. I really want to go on this vacation with my friends. 
And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll just switch weekends or I'll take them, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, so that lack of structure yeah. that I wasn't able to provide because I wasn't leading myself well. Yeah. You know, looking back, you know, maybe didn't result, you know, provide or uh, produce the best fruits. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a tough one because, you know, like my, it, like, we know people with stuff in the family, things like that, have had uh, kids when they were, you know, younger and things like that. And just just that struggle to go through, um, you know, I always say sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes I almost say it's a struggle because it, it's not like, I mean, it's for some people it is. But like for the people who I know, um, you know, their kids are their, their greatest blessing. But it was it was it was difficult. It was more difficult. You know, they they didn't do these things but then they did do these things because they wanted to do these things so they did it anyways and then they're like and then you know sometimes you know they look back and they're like damn man like i kind of fucked up on all that <laughs> you know yeah. uh do you do you still do you still feel like you hold on to some of those things or have you been able to forgive yourself you you know practice forgiveness on yourself practice grace on yourself uh, for those times or, or some of those things still hold on. Cause I think, you know, just like a, a lot of our dads, you know, we don't have a blueprint for this thing. And sometimes we're like, dude, I royally messed up. I know like for me, like I've, there, there was a point in time in when I was going through divorce that like I had to remove my daughter from the house because it was that bad and I didn't see her for a while, but I'm like, this is like literally what's best. Like, you know, instead of being in the house and just me and her and like, uh, I feel like, you know, I can't, she can't be in a house without me like being right next to her, like just mm -hmm. that kind of situation there and being able to remove her from that. Like, I'm like, that was the best option. I felt horrible for it. Like, right. you know, but there's that point in time, like my daughter has, my daughter's going to be 16 now. And we've had that conversation, you know, she was like five or something like five or six. Um, she's like, I don't even really remember it, but I'm like, I did like, for me, that was like one of the hardest things I had to do, but it was, it's what was best um, at the point in time. Um, so just kind of going through there is have, have you, do you still feel like guilt or anything like that for any of those different things? Have you forgiven yourself? I know that's a process that a lot of guys feel, um, you know, might hold some of that guilt, some of that shame from the past. I did for a long time. Um, it was a process that I really didn't start thinking about that stuff until I met my wife, which was my my oldest was nine. Um, well, that's the same time I met my oldest daughter when she was nine. She's now okay. She now just turned eighteen. I now have an adult kid. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and he just turned twenty three on right. February tenth. So yeah, she was the eighteenth. Uh, I'm like, dude, it's just crazy. I'm like, what? But yeah, but uh, so when. When the reality kicked in, they're like, man, I found the, the woman I love. I want to spend the rest of my life with. And the possibility of having kids and, you know, that stuff started talking. I started thinking about being a father. Mm -hmm. Again, like, that's when those feelings started to mm -hmm. come up. And my, like, there were some hard times and hard discussions and, and things that, we went through as a couple to to get to where we are um but it was finally when i had that change of heart it was like all right yeah i'm all in on this 
that that was part of my redemption. Yeah. Is that, you know what, I I may have screwed up X, Y, and Z in my, my son's life, but I can show him, mm-hmm. I can take what I've learned, apply it to his little brother, and he can see, like, even if, because I had the fear of, like, well, would he resent me or mm-hmm. would he be like, you know, he treats him better, you know, those sorts of thoughts. And, but even with that, it was like, you know what, I'm going to show him that you can do better even when you screw up. And then hopefully sometime down the road as a father, he'll see that and he'll yeah. understand, you know, my reasoning. And, I, and I've communicated yeah. that with him because yeah. I was part of the reason. Like I wanted to set a better example. Yeah. No only way I can do that is by having another child. Yeah. I can't go back and reparent him. No, he can't go back and get those years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It, so it's like yeah. that was what released a lot of that stuff for me. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's one of the things is 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 there's always room to change. There's always time to change. There's always things to be better. And just just being able to set that example, no matter what happened in the past there, just like, you know, with my daughters or my kids or things that I've messed up with, like yeah, there's times and I'm going to mess up in the future. We all are, you know, we're going to mess up, but it's that, that opportunity for you to show your kids like, Hey, and, and it, it, like, here's how I readjust. Here's how I assess. Here's how I reflect. And here's how I adjust. Um, and then taking ownership, like extreme personal responsibility and ownership for it. Um, Cause and that's like one of the things I never did before. I was like, I'm a dad. This is how it goes. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just being an asshole. Um, and, <laughs> and now it's like, so like, for me, one of the things, like, and it happens more often with my son is like, just because I'm like, that's my, that's my dude, that's my little dude. Like, I'll blow up on him more than I will my daughters, you know, like, and it's like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And it's like, then like, if I do that, and I know it was like, over now, sometimes there's things that you, you got to get the sword and shield. I'm like, dude, I got it out. Like, this is business. Like, uh-uh, I don't think so. But there's other times where it's like, okay. And usually it's good because my wife and I have this great relationship. She's like, hey. And I, she just kind of gives me a little nod. I'm like, God damn it. Okay. I was a little overboard. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. I go back to him like, listen, Kale, I'm going to listen, dude. I just want to first say, man, I love you. I love you. I appreciate it. I'm proud of you. Um, but I went a little overboard there and I just want to apologize. And, and even though, hey, this is why I got upset, this is why I did that. I still don't like that. Um, but my reaction was inappropriate. So I apologize, man. I love you. And we have those conversations. Um, but if he never sees me does it do that, he's not gonna he's not gonna do that for himself. And you know mm-hmm. what your what your kids are and your family is seeing and everybody around you. I love that no matter what we've done, we always have the opportunity to do something different. And and that mm-hmm. shows that shows just beyond measures what what example we really want set. How's your how's your relationship with your son now? Is it I mean is it good? Is is it indifferent? Is it like how is it? I would say it's real good. Good. Um, he's pretty much at my house on a daily basis. Nice. Uh, he calls me, you know, to bullshit to, you know, share funny memes and <laughs> shit like that. Uh, and you know, when shit gets serious, you know, he calls me and like, hey, what do you think about this? You know, he's a he's an entrepreneur and. You know, doing very well for himself and yeah. even though i'm not an entrepreneur like he'll call me just bounce ideas yeah. like we're both big idea people 
And so we share many of the same interests. So we get along very well. Good. That's awesome. And, and, you know, again, as they get older, sometimes it goes different ways. I just wanted to, I was just personally curious too, just to see how you went through in that co-parenting piece, how those things end up, how you felt about yourself and then how that relationship is now. Um, and I'm sure a lot of that is, is, you know, he was nine when you started to go through those different things and his transition and build that new family. And a lot of that, um, is, is built because of what he has seen. I, I always love the phrase, um, and it was dang it i have the other one in my head right now people don't care what you know until they know that you care one he does know that you care that um that's very obviously but that wasn't the phrase that wasn't the phrase i wanted oh here it is what you do speaks so loudly that what you say i can't hear and your action to me what you've described is your actions have showed him how to take action as well for himself um and that's just that's awesome to me. So let's jump into the let's let's jump into the traditional. You know, you have the traditional parenting. So you have your you and your wife have child together, but you also have that blended family. That's a whole new you. That's a whole unique thing in itself. The blended family piece. Yeah. Um. So ha- let's jump into that kind of traditional parenting. You said you grew up with a traditional family as well. So mm-hmm. kind of like go into those type of deals. Like what's that look like? How does that roll? Things like that. How old, how old's your, your son? You have two sons, right? How was your youngest yeah, my, son? My youngest is six. Six. Okay, cool. And then do you know what you're having on the way? No, we don't, we don't find out. Oh, you're a surpriser. Okay. Yeah. I like, I can't do that. I, I'm too impatient. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, now I gotta know. <laughs> so, but no, so um, like, Go through that traditional type deal. What you have here? What the like? Compare that. Not I want to say compare because they're totally two different things. Um, you can't. But how does that kind of look? How does that structure look as a father for you? Like right now in that kind of traditional setting, and how did it look for you? Like when you grew up. So, growing up, I mean, it was mom and dad both working, dad working, uh, you know, full time job, and then. Hustling on the side, uh, you always made time to be there. You know, shooting basketball in the backyard or being at a baseball games or even coaching. Um, so very heavily involved in everything. That I have a younger brother as well, uh, and for both of us, they were both very heavily involved. Uh, so I feel like I got a. Uh, a great example to follow as far as that, as far as parents are concerned. Um, I would say that where one of the things I, I didn't learn growing up was that in that frame, like the marriage takes precedence over the kids. Mm. And so Early in our relationship, my, my wife's and I relationship and even marriage, that wasn't that didn't take precedence. Um and slowly, you know, we learned to to keep that focused and balance it. And obviously it's a teeter-totter and it's always moving, but um that is something that a lesson that I've I've learned the hard way and it's a very important <laughs> lesson if you want it to 
yeah to be in right relationship yeah i, I took yeah that was i mean i have two divorces so that's that was kind of part of them <laughs> you know was that <laughs> you know it was balanced like it and not only my the first one was a little bit more I would say on my end, just because like, you know, that's, that's where it wasn't, but it was on for their end too. It's more like, I didn't realize, like you said, like that marriage comes first because when, when we're on the same page, like our kids are then on the same page, it's kind of like yourself when, when you don't put yourself first and, and you put everyone else first, your cup is just depleted. Well, your marriage works the same way. If your marriage is depleted, your family's being depleted. You know, so you're you're running on a on a low cup. You're running on low, and you're running on fumes. Um, so that that's kind of like I, I love that you said that because that I think that happens a lot, and we've been taught that serve everybody else. But when do you serve you? When do you take that time for you? So how how important for you is that self care piece for you? Um. Well, before I answer that, so, like something that comes to mind is like the story behind that is like that was something that was modeled for me by my father mm. and the reason why i believe that to be is because he lost his father when he was 11 mm. okay so his older brother he's one of six his oldest brother was his father figure and so and you know my grandma raised essentially all six of them yeah. by herself. So, or at least four out of the six. So, like that, you know, the parent gave everything to the kids. Yeah. So it's like, it's very easy to, and I point that out because it's like, it would be very easy for me to look at my father now knowing that, okay, as a husband, your marriage takes precedence and look back at my dad and be like, see what you see what you did? Like, mm -hmm. see that bad example that you gave me and place the blame on him. But it's like, there's always something behind yep. the thing. So it's like, and you have to give your parents grace and understanding yep. that they were doing the best that they can yep. with what they know. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I that's just something that popped in my head and I just wanted to no, I, I think that's, I mean, you grew up in Ohio and I grew up in Pennsylvania and we're both the same, but I mean, you guys have the Buckeyes. I don't even know what kind of like mascot that is. <laughs> I mean, we got, a, we, at least we got a lion, you know, I'm just going to, sorry to say that. <laughs> a Nittany lion. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But... I don't either, but uh, no, but uh, if John was the one here, he'd probably have an Ohio state shirt <laughs> on for it, but. Um, but no, he, uh, like, I think that's one of the things is we both grew up in blue collar, work your ass off, shut up, do what you're told to do. And then your family is the most important thing to you. Um, and that, I mean, that's what a lot of upper States in here and that cold country and that energy country and all of that, uh, mm -hmm. blue collar working is just, boom, that's how you do it. And yeah, like my dad was the same way, you know, uh, work your ass off. He's involved in everything. Um, you know, and, and so forth. And that's kind of what I started to do. And, and that at times made me not be present for the other half of my, the family, which is my wife at that time, you know, mm -hmm. and I can take ownership of that now, you know, and that's why like my relationship now with my wife now is extremely different from any relation that I have, because I've really worked on 
being present for her too, you know, not just my kids, but we're the team, you know, we always say 50, 50. I'm like, we're like, nah, we're a hundred hundred. And it's like, you know, like, yeah. And, and that's where it's like, those are the, those are the things and we both feel that way, you know, now something would happen where it's like, Hey, you had to choose like my kids or her, you know, it's like, I'm choosing my, my kids just because they were, but when it's our family, like it's our family, we don't have like, no, it's like, Hey, if I say, and she says, we both said like, it doesn't matter, (laughs) you know? So it isn't like, Hey, go play mom, stuff like that. Um, But I think that's a really good point because what we've learned and what we've seen is programmed into our subconscious. It's programmed into who we are. uh, And we repeat kind of what we see, but learning along the way, like, just like you did, just like I did, just like a lot of the guys here listening did is just assessing, reflecting, and Justin say, Hey, works with work, work. They did a lot of great things, but there was also some things that I was taught, like some of that, that work ethic is awesome. But that work ethic can also not make me present for my family, you know? And that's where it's right. like, there, there's a lot of the things are a double-edged sword and it's just controlling that beast inside. So, um, I love, I'm glad you said that too, because we do want to look at that past and it's awesome. Um, so go into the, the traditional now, like, what does that kind of look like? Um, what are some of those things about the co-parent that you had prior to the traditional that you have now? What are some of those things that, um, that just help you be that best dad and best husband? Um, so I'm still growing into this, but, uh, you you, you asked me about the self-care piece. And it is just the self-care piece for me is the education, um, the time alone, like time alone recharges my batteries, mm-hmm. um, focusing more on my health. That is something that, you know, I let slip in years past. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I got to get that right and learn better eating habits yeah. it's yeah a lot of education or re-education um i love how you said that re-education that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, as an educator and, myself yes it's a lot of re-education sorry i had to say no yeah. like, i love listen i love all the teachers out there you guys are freaking awesome but you know re-education yeah. you gotta do that a lot anyways Sorry, I went on off a little thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the... So to me, like, the self-help is... I don't like that term, but that's my, like, getaway from my family. That's my... That's how I'm going to fill my cup to pour it back into them. Yeah. Um. So I want to be a better, you know, leader of myself and my family and that's what i have to be yeah and when you're and what it comes down to is when you're a better leader for yourself and and here's what your son has seen so even your oldest and both your sons so far but your oldest too you guys have a great relationship because he's seen you lead yourself and i think that's one of the biggest things he's probably seen i don't know if you've ever asked him that question or not like hey you know you see me from here to here you know, I was a young dad to now I'm, I'm not a young dad, you know, like mm-hmm. 
what what have you seen? What change have you seen? Like, you know, and he has probably seen you lead yourself. And it'll probably get back to some wording. It, it might not be exactly what I just said, but it'll come back to that wording. Like, dude, I, dad, dad, I saw you change. You know what I mean? I saw you change you. Not for anybody else, but just for you. You know, and, and, and that I think is one of the biggest things. Like my wife and I, like it, it was what I'm 42 now at 38. I looked in the mirror. I was like, dude, what the fuck is that thing? Like <laughs> it was my belly hanging <laughs> over my pants. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? You know? And it's like, I know it didn't just show up, but man, when I looked in the mirror, there was a, di- when I f- finally realized, Hey, it's there. And I've been an athlete my whole life. And I'm like, dude, this sucks. Like, what the fuck? Like, those are the things that kind of, they run into us and they pour into us. And and because I, my confidence dropped like big time. Cause I'm like, dude, I don't like the dude in the mirror. And if yeah. I don't like that dude, what's my wife thinking? Like, I mean, she's probably going to tell me like, Oh, you look great, honey. Or do you really think that that's kind of like what they say to us? We'd be like, do you really? I'm like, no, really seriously. They look great. Right. <laughs> you know? Now we actually mean it. They might be like, you know, how's your day? Fine. And we're like, you know, you say fine. And I'm like, all right, cool. They say right. fine. And you're like, are you sure? Are you sure it's fine? <laughs> right. Yeah. They, but, they have that intuition where they know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that, that self-help piece is so, so important in your family because it allows them to see you go through the stuff too. Um, because I think that's one of the biggest things as a dad that I have learned is that when my kids see us go through stuff, now my kids have the tools to go through the same stuff because they're going to run into it. They're going to run into the shit storms in life. They're going to run. They're going to be like, oh, damn, there's a big ass shit field I got walked through. Like, all right, hey, I saw dad go through this once. Like, how do you do it? Right. Oh, he ran. Okay. He didn't <laughs> he didn't do shit angels, you know, in the middle of the field. You know, he he ran through it. And and it's so, so important. And just what you said there is taking that time to be able to do that, to lead yourself, helps lead your family better. Uh, it's so important. Um, anything else that you want to kind of, we're going to wrap down here, but anything else that you kind of wanted to dive into, into that co-parenting, uh, versus traditional parenting or just parenting in in general before we get into those top three tools um just to be for that busy parent just to kind of feel like hey man i'm 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 doing what i need to do for my family for myself oh uh, i mean i think the the biggest thing that i've learned and i guess i have to admit that like i was taught this young and being having the rebellious attitude that I have, I was like, oh, that's stupid. I ain't listening to that shit. But like who who you pick as your lover, as your wife, is of the utmost importance. Um and I say lover first because and the reality is most guys are not. Picking women to be wives and picking them to be lovers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I, I that's a bigger decision that we want to mm-hmm. give weight to, and um, that is something that I neglected, just because I was like, oh, give that advice the middle finger. Mm-hmm. And you and me yeah. both, man. Yeah, there, there's wisdom in those words. Yeah, that you know, hindsight can only 
can only see. Yeah, you can't see it in a moment. And I'm I'm the same way. Like in school, they're like, "Hey, read Catcher in a Rye." And I'm like, "I ain't doing that. You told me to do it. I ain't doing it." Like, right? Exactly. <laughs> if you ask me, like, "Hey, you want to do it?" I'm like, "No, nah, okay, okay." If you're like, "Hey, do this," I'm like, "F you, I ain't doing that." You know, like, yeah. so that's kind of my mentality too. And and so many things, just like you said, like my parents told me that too. Like, I wish I would listen to my mom a lot more. <laughs> you know, when it came to relationships. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be divorced twice, you know, I probably just would have married Amanda the first, like, you know, did that, you know, it would have been a lot easier, but you know, I am, I am, and you are the the man that we are and husband and father that we are today because of all of those things um, right. that we kind of go through. So um, just going to add real quick, like the second piece to that is like, whether you take the advice or not, you have to own up to it and lead 100%. Even in the co-parent situation, like you may hate the mother of your children. There may be animosity. You have to do whatever you can to lead that situation in yep. a peaceful manner. And because no matter what, like your family, you are tied together for life. Yep. 100%. So, just like you want to take ownership of your home, your castle, like they are part of your castle. She may be in the outhouse out back, <laughs> but she is still on the property. I love it. That's great. But yeah, that's so true, man. And, and, and it really is. And there's lots of times, man, with co-parenting, dude, sometimes it's, I mean, could you go through struggles? Like we we've, I've lived on, I was, paid a ton of child support. I fought for custody of both of my kids. Uh, I've been through the ringer. Um, but at the same time, for me right now, it's just all in the past. Like, you know, and that's where it's like, you know, we have to have those conversations, you know, we have to co-parent, we have to make decisions for our kids. Um, and we have to be willing to have those conversations and understand that the past is there, but the past is also there where it's at, you know, back there. Um, and yeah, sure. There may be things that I don't like and I dislike, but, um, I can't control what goes on at the house. I can control what I can control, uh, which is me exactly. and my reaction to it. Um, and our kids see that, you know, one of the things that from the beginning with both of my kids is I just, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure that how I show up one place is how I show up every place. Um, and that, that I'm just the constant, you know, whatever their moms choose to do, whatever, um, that that's totally on them. I, I would, you know, you want them to be that way too and things like that and, and so forth. But like for me personally, uh, and for me and my wife, we wanted to make sure as we came together as a family, uh, in that blended piece, we just, we wanted to make like, Hey, when you, when you come to our house, you know what you get. Um, when you come to dad, you know what you get. When you come to manna, you know what you get. And there's no that question. Um, you get love, but you're also going to get strength. And sometimes that strength has to be in a negative way because you did something wrong. Um, but sometimes that strength is in that really love and appreciation and uh, for each other. Um, so, yeah, uh, I love it. We could probably talk for another 14 hours about shit that goes on <laughs> with co-parenting. But um, let's jump into the top three tools that you would say for busy parents, um, busy dads are like, you know what, how do I, there's no blueprint. There's no thing like there's nothing out there that says, Hey, this is, if you do it this way and do step A to double Z, like this will, it'll turn out awesome. So what would you say that are three tools that guys can kind of really use 
just to help them know like hey you know what man as a dad as a as a father as a husband like yeah i'm, I'm fucking doing good like I, I got this thing three tools silence Ooh. if that's so good you know, the, the age-old adage of if you have nothing nice to say don't say nothing at all that's so funny man Oof. dude that was like you probably don't even need to say two more tools that's just a great one <laughs> i tell you man wow. um that was... space just you know i think that's the you have to give yourself be able to create space because house like i was trying to think of an analogy but if you are able to create space especially if it's a toxic situation um or you're just in a toxic mood like today was a shitty day i had to create some space for myself to like get myself sending um and Mentors, brotherhood, uh, friends that are at where you want to be or heading to where you want to be. Um, because as much as we would love to just look to our close family and friends for the advice on how to be a parent, you know, they have plenty of blind spots and luckily we have this great technology that you and i can connect from two different states and talk about these things and maybe learn something or a different perspective uh or just listen to a podcast like this and you know it just changes opens up the whole world yeah opens up that perspective you know that's what i love about the brotherhood is we got guys from all walks of life and i know like you got you have guys on your podcast from all walks of life and just hearing those it's probably what you love the most about it too is just getting those different perspectives yeah. and you're like oh shit man i never thought about that you know and 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 also having those guys behind you that you know i can bring i can bring tough shit to the table um because you know prior to developing the brotherhood for me I was going through stuff through divorce, through co-parenting, through things. And I was just, there's, there's a lot of times I was just pissed. Like, you know, like to me, like that's my kid and you fuck with my kid. You fuck with me. Like, but I can't, like, I can't, I can't do anything at times because I'm like, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing like, sure. It's a shitty situation. My son's going through this and I'm like, mother, like, I'm like, let's crash some heads. Like that's where I'm, I'm like, but I'm like, I can't. You know what I mean? So, like, when you said silence, I'm like, man, I practice that shit. Silence and patience, man. <laughs> I was like, uh, I was, I know, I was, I was looking down, but man, you said silence. I'm like, man, I'm like, woo! All this flashback just came, and I'm like, oh shit, man! All those times, like, you want to say something, you want to do that, but in the end, what's it going to get you? Is that person going to hear it? Are they going to assess, yeah. reflect, and adjust? Are they going to do those things? If not, is it worth it? Um, like, and, you know, are you going to say it in such a way? That they're going to receive land. It. Yeah. And, and, you know, you got to be aware of all those things. Yeah. And, and especially with that, especially if it's dealing with this or dealing with that and, and those different situations. So it's a whole, it's a learning thing. It's a journey. And there's times like the third one is, you know, for us, our, our fire five, the last step is clarify your circle. 
and having that circle behind you is is so extremely important. I mean, I always say this too. I, I lead the brotherhood, but I need the brotherhood too. Um, because every Monday, man, it's my recharge. But there's there's times, you know, and I was so appreciative, man. I came guns a blender and one time like something happened with my son and um and I was dude, I was pissed, man. I was like I went out and chopped wood for like fucking hour. Like I was just beating yeah. shit out of some wood. Like I was angry. I was at that angry space where I had to release I like I had to hit something like and uh, like, yeah. but I had my brothers I came to then and unleashed like, and they're like, dude, yeah. And I found out like a bunch of them went through it. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, well, what'd you do? And they're like this. And it was like, you know what? You're pissed right now, but things will get better. You don't believe it. You don't see it right now. Things are going to get better. You're going to calm down next tomorrow. You might still be pissed tomorrow. One guy's like, dude, you're probably going to still be pissed tomorrow. I was pissed for like three days. But then I was like, what's best for my son? And I was like, oh, damn, okay. So it allowed me to have guys that I can go on to get their perspective, to see where they've been, um, that they go through. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm not the only one going through this. Um, because as guys, man, I always believe, you know, in the universe and 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 you'll get the lesson until you learn the lesson. And the lesson I kept getting was, Clay, hey, dumbass, you can't keep doing it alone. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like, okay. And that's honestly one of the reasons why I built the brotherhood is because the universe kept drop kicking me in the fucking face and going, dude, you can't do it by yourself. And I'm like, all right, if I can't do it by myself. And my buddies are sitting there and go, Oh, we don't talk about that. stuff." I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm just going to find people that do. So that's yeah. what we did. That's what we're here. So, but yeah, that, I that you chopping wood, like I, I heard a quote or somebody say the other day that like your, your family or like your, like people need to know a man is capable of violence. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, my, my way of dealing with pain before was just numbing it out mm -hmm. and holding it in and but now I see the usefulness of yeah. chopping wood or yeah. <laughs> hitting a tractor tire with a sledgehammer or having a heavy bag yeah. like using that in a constructive way and not being afraid to yeah. let my wife and son see that hey dad's fucking pissed yes just i gotta release let this. him go let him hack away yeah. but they know like okay he's not gonna take it out on us yeah yeah and it's like that that's a lesson that i've had to learn the hard way yeah I'm, I'm very i'm zero to 60 yeah. real quick me too and it's like oh okay uh shit that's not you don't <laughs> handle it that way yeah. turn around yeah. Shut up and go chop some wood. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it's like for me, I get that anger. Like a lot of people are like, don't be angry. Don't like don't take your dude. I'm gonna take my anger. I'd like go take your anger and frustration out. I'm gonna take it out on something that like I'll be like I literally keep things just so I know at that point in time when I feel enough energy, I'm like, dude, I'm mad. Like I need to release this and it not not by like scream it's not screaming, man. It's hitting shit. Like it's like I want to destroy some shit. Yeah. I literally have stuff around. I kept a toaster for I don't know how long until it's one of the times I'm like, dude, I'm like, I went out and just destroyed and sledgehammered the shit out of that toaster. Like I felt bad for it. But then I also, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, I'm just like super, like I'm mad. 
So one of the things I do, and I think it's okay. And I, I had that conversation with my kids and I'm like, do you want to join in? And they're like, yeah, let's hit it. So my yeah. kids started hitting it too. And I'm like, but I explained to them and say, Hey, listen, this is why, like, I don't want to be mean to other people. I don't want to do those things. I don't want to hurt other people, um, whether it's with my words or other things. And I really am just, I'm just mad. And this is a way that I, that I can take that energy and that frustration out on something that, that. I can beat something up that, and, and yes, it releases, but then it also allows me to just calm down and get that energy out. So I'm not storing it up and they're like, yeah, can we hit it too? I'm like, let's do yeah. it. So we just smash the <laughs> right. hell out. The other thing is I go run. Like if I'm like, in okay. a like if my energy's up to where like, I'm like, there's a difference. If I'm pissed, I need to be like, I need to just beat something. If I'm like, so I'll go chop wood or I'll get one of those things I have saved to literally beat up, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't take it out on anybody else, but if, the, if I have this energy, I'm just like, oh, oh, like this frustration energy, I'll just go run. And I'll just like, I just go down to the lake and I just run. Like the other time I was out for like, ah, oh, fuck, it was probably like two hours. I just was running, but it just allows me to process through all of those things. So it's just having those tools that allow you to be able to know where your energy's at, be very intuitive to it. And then release that energy in a positive way, like you were saying. Um, but I mean, I'm all for like, yeah, you got the energy, you got something that don't matter. Like, don't take it out on people, don't hurt people with your words, don't hurt people with your your fist or whatever, or that negative energy. But man, if you go to get get pissed, go chop a tree down or some shit like that, like go beat some shit up. Yeah. Like, that's good. Go wrestle some dudes, go join jujitsu or something like that. Hit some right. people. Right. So but love it. Let's get into the quick hit Q&A. Ten questions, five seconds for each question. Sound good? Sounds good. Let's do All it. All right. Let's roll. Here's the one. First question. What's your favorite animal? A bear. Nice. Work or play? Play. All right. What's your favorite word? Oh. Favorite word. Oh, can I skip? <laughs> we'll come back to that one. We'll come back to that. Top book recommendation for our listeners. The Bible. Nice. Who's your hero? Hmm. That's hard to say at the moment. It's good. I like it. That's honestly. What's your deepest fear? That I haven't tapped into my potential. Wonder how many men feel that way too. I'm going to just say I I have felt that way in my past too. If you could go back in time to change any part of your life, would you? No. What? Now here's a here's a extra one. After that is what do you wish you would have learned sooner? That what I have that what I have to say. And bring to the world has value. Yes. 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 And I, I totally like I'm a hundred thousand times agree with you on that. What you do have value. I mean, just, and guys, I'm going to say it again and go listen to the podcast and you'll find that out real quick. Now, number nine, do you prefer the soft cloud version or the sword version of the truth? The sword version. Yeah, I love my sword people. I love it. <laughs> Just give it to me. Uh, I love my cloud people too, but if I usually come off sore, I'm sore all the way. Just let's do it. 
rip it off. Number 10, what's your biggest strength? My biggest strength? I had I had something, but now I'm I'm overthinking it. <laughs> what was the first thing that came to your mind? My biggest strength is my my inner knowing that I can handle anything. Nice. I love it. That's good. That's powerful because you need that. You know what I mean? Two greatest questions every man has. Am I good enough and do I have what it takes? You got to be able to handle those two questions no matter what the answer is. It's huge. Huge. All right, let's go back to number three. What is your favorite word? God. I love it. It's a good one. It's a good one. So awesome, man. I appreciate it. Where can people find you at? Uh, at Hall of Fame Fatherhood on Instagram. That's where I'm most active and HallofFameFatherhood.com. Nice. And the podcast, same thing, Hall of Fame Fatherhood podcast. So guys, go check Steve out. I'm telling you what, he does do an awesome job, doing amazing things and a ton of gifts for the world to share. And I uh, just appreciate you, Hallie. Thank you for being here, guys. Uh, and thanks for being here, Steve. I appreciate the hell out of you. Guys, I know you got information out of here. I know you got tools to be able to use. I know that. Um, about co-parenting and for our traditional parenting, any of that type of parenting. There is no blueprint, but man, we got a lot of good stuff on this episode right here. So replay, listen to it, go back and get it. And then also rate review down below. And then that shares it out. And our goal, or not our goal, what you want to do is share it with one other person just to pay it forward. So um, I appreciate you, Steve. Thanks for being on here with us tonight. And uh, guys, have a kick-ass week and we will see you next week on the purpose of youth brotherhood podcast see you guys thanks for having me folks. you're welcome where the hell did the stop record button go we'll just keep this in the notes.